You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. I am not a cheap guy, okay? Negotiations kept happening and happening and happening, and hey, finally I'm back. Finally. <laughs> Dude, I, I I I was trying to tell everybody, man, he's, he's going to keep holding out until he gets the number that he wants. That's right. I'm, That's I'm, right. I'm glad you got it, though, man. <laughs> I guess. Right. <laughs> oh, man. No, hey, guys, it's great to be back and everything. It's been crazy. Holidays and work and birthday celebrations and you name it uh royal rumble events it just kept me away but anyway i'm happy to be back we don't have matt michaels we don't have basilary with us tonight as he's doing his comedy thing so uh yeah shout out to to both of them but we're here and uh we got a lot to talk about we're gonna get into our wrestling talk (laughs) uh i'm gonna tell you guys right now uh three count is not gonna really be a three count it's really gonna be talking about smackdown okay and the ending of smackdown so just make sure you you listen to that we're not gonna probably you may we may touch a tiny bit of it on this on this segment but the majority of it is going to be on uh three count which of course if you're listening to the podcast is released on tuesdays but if you're watching this live uh make sure you hop back in until then, if you are watching us live now, make sure you put all of your comments in the chat box. We are live on Twitch, Facebook Live, and YouTube. All right, Cincy, Steve. Uh, man, uh, a week of wrestling here. <laughs> uh, what 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 moment shined for you this week? You know, man, I'll tell you the uh, the thing that stood out to me was you know this weekend uh, with AEW at least. Um, mm-hmm they really showcased and spotlighted the uh, the wrestlers from CMLL. So I know everybody talks about AEW having a bloated talent roster and, and things of that nature as is. So why are they networking with other promotions? Why are they showcasing other other wrestlers? Yeah. I think that this, this week of shows with AEW really did show that – it's nice to be able to see a different viewpoint and a different style from time to time. Uh, you had you had four major luchadors uh, that showed up on Wednesday mm-hmm. um, and beat down John Moxley. Those being Mystico, uh, Volador Jr., Hechicero, and Mascara Dorada. Um, those guys, you know, beat down Moxley after he uh, beat Jeff Hardy, and um, which was an interesting match to begin with, but. Nonetheless, um, yeah, they uh, they jumped over the barricade, laid out Moxley, prompted Claudio to come out. And uh, yeah, that whole kind of storyline stretched across the week. So Mm. you had you had those four luchadors 
uh, compete in a, a showcase match, basically, on Rampage against Christopher Daniels, Matt Seidel, uh, Cool Hand Ange, and Daddy Magic. Obviously, they picked up the win there because uh, that kind of segued into future plans that they have. Um, so they're going to continue this uh, this feud with the BCC and the CMLL guys. Um, mm-hmm. So that's cool. If you if you are a fan of Lucha Libre at all, okay, take 15 minutes out of your day and go watch the Brian Danielson versus Hechicero match from Collision. Um, okay. Hechicero is uh, he's got the nickname of the Mad Scientist, and he does a lot of technical stuff. Um, so it really does show that it doesn't have to be all high flying and you know one p- particular style of lucha libre. Right. Um, so that that is one thing that's really cool is he does have a different body type um, than you know your traditional luchador. He can still do topes and fly around and stuff, but he is very technically gifted. And if you are a fan of technical wrestling, I highly recommend checking out that match specifically this week. Okay. No doubt. Uh, I tell you what um, stood out for me was the the promos uh, this week from WWE side. Uh, all the promos to me was uh, was was on point. They were all fire. They got me ready for what we can expect for Mania. Um, uh, you know, kicking off with CM Punk. You know, we know we're not going to have him at Mania, but even his. His promo and how Drew, which, by the way, I know Matt Michaels hates Drew. Drew is on another level right now, and I don't know if people see it. Um, and I just love the storyline, you know, with the idea. You know, I, I think I could believe in the storyline because I, I think the it's it's easy to believe that the average person would be pissed when they seem like they are being uh, left behind, not giving uh, – all the the things that that other wrestlers seems to be giving when they were holding the company together during a tough time, you know. And, I agree. Uh, yeah, and so I I really do enjoy the storylines with that. And Drew saying that he he prayed that what happened to CM Punk actually happened. Wow, I was Dude, ready. For some that. of the memes that he posted on social media this week were fucking right. crazy. Absolutely. Like, obviously, the one of his face on the dude, like, like the peace sign one. at CM Punk's grave. Yeah. Oh shit, dude. <laughs> like expert level stuff from Drew this week on social media. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then also a good match with between him and Sammy as well. I think that was the main event. Uh, so uh, a a great way to end Raw. Uh, didn't know which way how it was going to go, but I'm 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 loving what Drew's doing right now, and. Logan Paul does something that is great. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I I totally hate the dude because he does such a great job. Do you understand what I'm saying? I I absolutely do, and <laughs> it, it, that's that's the good part. That's the good part, though. Right. That is why they can't have him be a babyface because people just want to hate him. Yes, uh, he's, I do. He's really good in his role. And yeah, this run with him has been completely amazing. He's done amazing out out of the park work. He has. He told he gave he shout out Kevin Owens for you know hey you you definitely was you know putting that work against me in that match, 
he's he mentioned he said you know I, I thought you was nothing more than a pissed off donut right <laughs> and and okay. saying that he did more damage to him than floyd mayweather did right i thought i thought that was fucking funny yes um, yes so yes. by the way if you if you can't tell i i in light of everything that happened with SmackDown, I did have to go back and watch SmackDown in full. So I, yeah. I can at least speak to, you know, the stuff that I saw on that show. So sure. Yeah, sure. And uh, I mean, and, and SmackDown highlight shout out to Bailey. I mean, we finally got what we knew what was Absolutely. going to happen, but everybody played their roles. Well, I mean, Bailey was at the point talking about how she enjoyed her, her being around damage control. She wanted to be around her girls they're, they're friends. And while she's saying that and being sincere, they're in the back the Kapuki Warriors mm -hmm. laughing at her. You know, yeah. like, wow. You know what I mean? It's just um, it's just great storytelling, man. And then, of course, the yeah. attack came and 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 that leads to that match. That's actually a match I'm looking, I'm looking forward to. And I would be so excited if Bailey pulls that off. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. her time. It's her time. She she will. I, I I think that they will crown her at Mania. Um, yeah. I think that I think that that's you know the the best the best thing that they could do. And quite honestly, I mean, you know, if you're going to look for a match to close night one, um, do you go with the the highest type of a marquee match uh, for for the women being you know the rumored match of Becky right. and Rhea, or do you go with the better story? Which obviously is Bailey and EO. That is a tough one. I, I, I if, if Bailey is supposed to be the one on top, I would want her to close. Yeah, it. yeah. I, I, I agree completely. And yeah. the, the thing that really stood out too was how organic the fan reaction was for her when she won the, the oh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, she's supposed to be a heel. Um, you know, all this kind of stuff, but the fans just they they were just pulling for her. and it was it was really a great surprise honestly um yeah. ride that success i mean they were already going to go this route anyway right with you know having this this happen just go with it all the way and you you can make bailey um at yep. wrestlemania yeah you know, obviously she's had great success in the past but she can get her statement win and a career defining win at wrestlemania if she closes out night one yes Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I was um, excited for the promos, which is all on fire for this week. Just really that's what stood out. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, most definitely, man. I, you know, so I do have to uh, continue to throw some praise. Uh, if we're talking about promos and yeah. and character building, dude, the, the, the stuff that Tony Storm is doing on AEW has been an absolute treasure to watch and listen to. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this week on Dynamite, they had uh, a women's match of your girl, Deanna Parasso and uh, Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, how do you, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Uh, now that uh, Deanna is all elite, I, we haven't heard from you. Well, listen, I, um, I'm all excited when, you know, talent wants to make some more uh, money. Okay, uh, but you know, I, I I like them where they were at. You know, I like them at TNA. You know, doing what they were yeah. doing and holding it down there. So, 
Um, at most, this could still help build uh, them because it's only so Absolutely. much of the roster you can go through uh, when you've went through a lot of the uh, folks over at TNA. So, uh, so now this is a whole brand new, different roster. I just hope, and I, I have watched one match with Deanna since she's been over at AEW. It wasn't this week. I think it was maybe the, the week after or so, mm -hmm. or whatever, or maybe it was her intro match. But um, I just hope they, I, I just hope they do right by yeah. her, you know, because you know, a tie of Valkyrie and all, and and um, you know some of the other members. I I don't know. I just yeah. I just feel like they still kind of lost it, you know. And Deanna yeah. has it. She has it. Agreed. Um, yeah. So I don't know how Agreed. they're doing, but it's uh, from since she's been on. But I'm I'm hoping she helps elevate that women's division. Oh, definitely, man. And you know, I think the the thing that really will make a difference is if they actually allow the women to have more than just one segment on an AEW show. Um, right. It's, yeah. it's still, you know, we've talked about the people that have come back from injury or that they've signed um, that have, you know, filled out that women's roster. But the thing is, if you're still only allowing one segment per show, uh, I mean, you know, like, what's his reason? Is it, is it because dude, he doesn't it, have the faith in, in this talent either? I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I, <laughs> I see the way that you phrase that. Um, <laughs> but uh, realistically, I think that, you know, I don't want to speak for him on it, but it's something that he has never had a strong presence um, yeah. across multiple segments on any of his shows. So it's, it's, I believe that it has less to do with the roster and the, the depth of the roster um, and their abilities than it does the booker. Uh, I think that, you know, obviously Tony's the one that's laying out the matches, laying out the segments, you know, it, it the blame falls 99% at his feet. Uh, the women are making the most of their segments, making the most of their minutes. Um, dude, Tony storm on commentary for that match was absolutely hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I I recommend going back and watching that match um, for you, Impact. Okay. Um, if if for nothing else, because it is a Deanna Perazzo match, but also because they weren't afraid to be over the top and humorous and actually have elements of sports entertainment in there okay. without it being like over the top, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, but yeah, it... The, uh, the, the thing that really kind of stood out this week, too, is that they are continuing to build Swerve and they are continuing to build Hangman Page. Okay. Um, on Wednesday, they did the um, they did the dealer's choice matches, which, you know, they had uh, blind challengers, mystery challengers for each of those guys chosen. So um, Hangman Page, his opponent was chosen by Swerve and Swerve's opponent was chosen by Hangman. Um, okay. So we we had Toa Leona, um, which uh, is a name that many uh, Las Vegas wrestling fans should be well aware of. Um, he was in there, obviously former ROH six-man champion uh, against Hangman Page. Mm -hmm. um, and then you had Rob Van Dam against Swerve Strickland in, in the main event of Dynamite. Okay. I'll tell you, man, yeah, Rob Van Dam is 53 years old. Still but Rob Van Dam can still do Rob Van Dam shit. I believe it, it's, that. It's insane, man. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, 
I, I also forgot to mention, uh, also, it, I talked about promos just being on fire. That's kind of what I wanted to to really point out. Um, the Cody and Seth. I'm not going to lie. I After listening to Seth, yeah, I was like, well, damn, I guess maybe he should be going for your title. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was presented that well it was he sold it he sold the idea i believe because think about it when when it was first thrown out there to the fans that was in the audience they was like no we don't want him to fight against that title no no and after seth made a case okay fans were kind of okay well it's amazing how you you were able to turn the tables on that and that shows just how great uh, Seth is when it comes to doing his promos. And we already know how great he is uh, being a good athlete. So I have to shout out that segment. And all Cody could do is really just look and take this in for a minute. Like, well, damn, maybe I do have all this wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Very well and and especially in light of how the week finished. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, just another shout out to that uh, with the promo week. Um, I don't have any where's the love. Uh, WTF will, I mean, you probably have a few of those. I'll let you go. Mine's going to maybe kind of spill over into our three count, I mean, uh, segment. So we'll see. Um, So I'll let you go. Did you have, uh, do you have any where the love or WTFs for this week? So the, uh, Another another thing that I do want to mention is yeah. they're finally starting to show some love for Daniel Garcia. They okay. they're they're starting to build this guy. They've got him aligned more so with FTR on a weekly basis as opposed to with Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange. So this past week on Collision, there was the main event of FTR and Daniel Garcia against Christian Cage, Nick Wayne, and Killswitch, formerly Luchasaurus. Um, another, another banger main event that showcased all six guys in the match. Uh, Daniel Garcia did pick up the, the actual deciding fall. And that is huge. Given the names that are involved in that match, given how they could have very easily had FTR hit the shatter machine on Nick Wayne and pick up the win. They chose to have Daniel Garcia pick up the win, uh, over, over Nick. Uh, but again, it, puts the spotlight on younger talent and you build for the future. So I I'm hoping that they are, you know, righting the wrongs and turning the corner on a few of the issues uh, that have kind of crept up with AEW. But yeah, I, I, I didn't have a, where is the love, but I had a, uh, we're starting to see some love um, finally for Daniel. Yeah. Garcia. I, I can feel the same way in terms of, uh, I, I hope we, we, we fully go with the Zoe Stark and, and uh, uh, Shayna Baszler, they should be a dominant uh, tag team. And at some point, now that Triple H has this full control, I'm still hoping. I'm still. I'm do- Drew. I'm. I'm praying. I got a prayer of my own, Drew. And that is to let Shayna loose, okay, and let her be the badass that I know that she can be. There's no reason why she shouldn't be up there in the level with the other. Uh, women that are there and uh, but that's fine right now she could be a big help for Zoe they they could be a dominant team I'm yep. hoping that's where we're moving to I, I want to see more love there 
you know. Uh, oh yeah. Let's not mess this one up. So, yeah, I'm keeping my eyes out on that and see where it goes. Absolutely. Um, was there any what the fucks for you this week? Had you scratch? So I'm. I mean, ultimately, I think that you know they're they're doing some things and just pointing out you know spots and matches and mistimings and and things like that. You're gonna have that stuff, sure. especially with you know I, I'd mentioned right at the beginning how you know the the CMLL guys provide an alternate perspective and a different style. Um, you know, you're dealing with a lot of you know, a lot of uh, differing styles and a lot of people that have never worked together. So many people don't have any chemistry with each other whatsoever. Yeah. So, you know, it's outside of those types of things. It wasn't too much. Um, there, I'll tell you the as I'm thinking about it now, <laughs> there were a couple of things. Uh, <laughs> production things in AEW still continue to be what the fucks. Oh. Yeah. Um, pyro's going off late. Um, also, uh, it was most noticeable with Jericho's entrance. Um, okay. Oh boy. It, it felt like as if they missed their pyro cue. Um, there were a couple of instances on, I know that one was on dynamite and one was, I think on collision, um, where Dasha, um, said the wrong name. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Now, now mind you now. So they were, um, the enhancement talents uh, that were going against hook, but she said, you know, it, the outrunners turbo Floyd and truth Magnum, she got their names mixed up. Okay. Oh, yeah. And okay. then, so she corrected herself in the middle of that. Um, but again, you know, enhancement guys, whatever um, on dynamite uh, Wardlow has got the sub nickname of Mr. Mayhem. Um, I, I, I wish they would just drop that. Um, but anyway, if they're choosing to call him that, uh, the, she just straight up called him Mr. Wardlow and then <laughs> corrected herself. So, I mean, it, you know, that type of thing, it, it's, it's just refining the things that stand out to somebody that's watching, especially if somebody's tuning in for the first time, they're going to notice that shit. Sure. Um, and it's, it's one of those type of, uh, type of things that, especially right now with ticket sales being where they are with ratings being where they are, you have to make sure that every little thing is done to the best of your ability and mistakes happen. You know, right. mistakes definitely do happen, but it, it needs to get course corrected before it becomes a bigger issue. Right. So, I mean, I, that's, that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, and I don't know for the life of me why after all these years, they still run into issues with pyro, with um, you know, wrong things popping up on the screens and and that kind of stuff. Just refine your processes. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, guys, you you this shouldn't be new to you right now. We're going into what five five years close, you know? Yeah, yeah five years. Yeah, come on, man. We should have this down now. <laughs> you know. I, I I would think that Tony sh should look at criticism that he hears and tries to figure out ways to fix it instead of pretending as if there is no issue 
and that AEW is just all great all the way around. Absolutely. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because I know that all the – I'm sure he reads it, he sees it, but he doesn't say anything. He, he makes it seem like it's not existing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just talked about the tickets, what the ticket sells and, and viewership. Okay. Maybe there's a reason for that. Why not say we need to correct some things? Yeah. But he's got to he's got to remove himself out of that e equation. Get remove that that ego he has, and um, and really start to make something out of it. Yeah. You know the only reason why I don't watch AEW is just because for me it just seems like it's just is a lot of times it's just it's just not watchable. You know, and maybe that's because I I I've seen so much of WWE product, even TNA product. You know, I haven't watched them in a minute, but I can watch their product. And and mm -hmm. and feel entertained or feel en enlightened by a lot of things they do. So uh, I I don't know. I just don't know. If, I don't know what's going on with that. But hopefully, man, he figures it out before it's too late. Because oh yeah, we don't we don't want even though we might have people that criticize AEW. I I, I don't want to see AEW go away. I wasn't one of the ones that wanted to see WCW go away. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I that I was that was the worst thing to happen to pro wrestling in no. decades. And now it's unbelievable just how many wrestling fans want there to be a promotion that closes down so that hundreds right. of people are out of work exactly. and there's not a variant for the, the main, the main uh, product that's being mass produced. It's, yeah. it doesn't make sense. It, it's extremely short-sighted by a lot of people. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, as terms of the, uh, in terms of uh, what I'm looking at for, let's just get to the elimination chamber. I'm ready. Let's just lock down what these matches are going to be. I don't know, you know. After especially seeing what what went down this, um, you know, this past Friday, I'm just, I'm just want to know what we're, what we're, what the rest of the card of everything is just going to look like. Um, so that's the only thing I'm looking out for is let's just get on to that. I know we got some time. I, although we're on the road of Mania, we still got another pay per view, you know. Or I'm sorry, PLE. PLE. <laughs> let me let me get my uh, acronyms right, man. I don't want to be like Dasha. Jesus. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It you know it's it's crazy. This is this is a great time to be a professional wrestling fan, regardless of the promotion that you're following. Oh yeah. Because everybody knows that everybody is watching wrestling right now. Because True. of, you know, all eyes are on mania and the mania build. Um, so this is the time to be firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So. Yep. But um, yeah. What, what else, man? What else are you looking for? I, I, I think that's that's about it for me, man. Right now. Okay. I, I just I'm ready to build the card up so I know what to expect. Nice. Um, I am uh, I'm one of the ones that's going to uh, be going to at least one of the shows, as I've talked about many of the times on this <laughs> on our podcast, and I still hold to it. I only go to one night. It would always yep. just be one night. I did two. I did do two nights, one time, just to make sure that how I felt about it was really how I was going to feel, and it is true. I felt real dumb going to two, uh, going twice to the arenas, sitting in the same seat, pay, paying double for parking, paying double for food, uh, there for six, seven hours, whatever. I just felt bad. I, I really was Why, like, "Why'd you sit in the same seat?" Because when you 
when you buy the tickets, you have the the option of sitting in the same the same seats for both nights. I mean, See, I that, that's that's part of it. That's part of it. You you go somewhere, you sit in one seat so that you have one vantage point for one night. You sit in yeah. a completely different area for the next night, and it's like as if you're seeing two different shows, man. But then if I because do, because you I, are, <laughs> but I'm also paying more. Shh, capitalism. <laughs> You know, I, I, I love, I love mania being two nights. So we've, we've had this discussion at length. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I would rather have two, three and a half, four hour shows than one eight hour show. That's just me. I think I probably would like it if I was just a viewer, but I don't like it as a participant, a fan participant going to the show. That's my problem. If everything could be, if they had a full, you know what would be great? If they had a full-on package where not only you get your discounts, because they do discount when you do want to do both nights in seating versus if you go individual. But if they did that, and then let's say they also added parking for both nights, but just one price for that. And then maybe they did, uh, I don't know, they offered some uh, uh, food voucher that was the same for both nights. Maybe it was a $25 voucher for that. But you could get it both nights. But I'm only paying one time. Okay. I could I'm up for that. But it's just it's just way too much, man. I mean, that Dallas show killed me. You know. Yeah, I don't know. That was man. my last mania too. Sick. Oh, was it? Okay. Until uh 2025, that is. <laughs> What? Yeah. I mean, they, they can't telegraph it any more than they already have. Sure. For those of you that aren't aware, WWE is doing a WrestleMania kickoff event from T-Mobile Arena on Thursday of this week. Why they're doing a WrestleMania kickoff event in Las Vegas when they're hyping to WrestleMania in Philly, huh, there must be an ulterior motive. If only it wasn't right around the time where they announce where Mania is going to be next year. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So we'll see y'all in Vegas in 2025. That probably would be the show that I am sitting by myself. <laughs> Cause I need the 10 K I need the 10 K ticket. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause you're not going to have to do anything for travel. Right. You're not going to have to do anything for that. So go all out on your ticket. Yeah. Yeah. But it have to be me. I can't be taking other people. Yeah, <laughs> it's an impact experience, man, and that's it. I'm being selfish. An impact um, experience, I like that. <laughs> um, so obviously, uh, you know, the build is on for WrestleMania. Um, and speaking of going to live shows, I am actually going to Dynamite this week in Phoenix, oh. and also uh, Collision in Henderson. So I'm going to be checking out both of those shows. Um, I, this will be my last Sting match um, as well because uh, Sting and Darby Allen are facing Ricky Starks and Big Bill in a Tornado tag match for the AEW World Tag Titles. Um, so I figured I'd That's check that out. That's on Dynamite. Uh, okay. Also, Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. Uh, the winner gets Samoa Joe at Revolution. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, also, the Blackpool Combat Club against Volador Jr. Um, it's also going to be Mascara Dorada and uh, Hechicero. 
So that's uh, that's going to be pretty uh, pretty awesome. And tell me if you didn't see this one coming. Impact. Okay. Yeah. Tony Khan will make a big announcement on Wednesday <laughs> at Dynamite. Boy, I didn't see that coming. Hey, man. <laughs> there you go. He'll be back. Oh, man. Well, you know what? I guess I got to tune in, right? I want to know hey, what this announcement there is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> is there a time frame he normally does this announcement? Somewhere like around 8.33 or something. So I could kind of, you know, tap in right around that time. No, he, it's no, whenever man. he feels like it, huh? All right. No, man. It, it, ultimately, whenever, whenever uh, the vibe is right, that's when <laughs> Mr. TK is going to make his appearance. Does he, by the way, uh, uh, I know we're not supposed to uh, – uh, name the name of mcmahon but does he have his own um intro uh theme or anything like mcmahon you know when he comes um, no come on man come on man. It, it, come on I, you know it, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he did have some sort of an intro song yeah like commission a song to be made or something right um i mean dude's been on tv enough might as well at this point yeah yeah I mean, it, nothing, nothing will uh, top no chance, though. That's true. Nothing yeah. will. Not, not factoring in, you know, the the individual that entered to that song, but that was that was a great fucking entrance song. Entrance Absolutely. song. Absolutely. Absolutely was. Especially how you hear it revving up before it actually. Hits. Yes. You'd be like, "Oh shit, he's here!" You know. Oh, right. Man. And now you're like, "Oh shit, he's here." <laughs> right. <laughs> But we'll never have to worry about that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Um, Indeed. Yeah, man. Uh, best in show, Raw. Raw was definitely um, hands down from beginning, middle, end. I mean, it had everything I needed in there. I, I like the uh, the the Gunther match with Kofi. Well, although we know where that was going to go, um, Kofi just still amazes me. Uh, this. The fact he can still go, and um, yeah, it's the the match over really looked like that. Uh, you know, he could uh, be a contender uh, with Gunther. You know, the the way it was presented, and so although we knew what the outcome was going to be, I thought overall that match was really good. And uh, of course, I mentioned Sammy and Drew uh, really uh, really took to that match as well. Sammy is just uh, he's just another one of those guys that uh, man. It would be great if there was a chance that he could be a title holder. Um, I know everybody can't be title holders, and I know kind of what the the design, the look, the everything that's got to be put into place. But it would just be great sometimes if some of the others that really put in that that work can really have their moments of shining sometime, you know. So, uh, but yeah, raw, raw was uh, definitely the, the show for me, man. What about you? All right, so. Um... I do have to say this, uh, just because you mentioned Kofi Kingston, uh, he was actually name dropped by Swerve Strickland this week in a great promo uh, where Swerve, where Swerve um, paid homage to uh, people that helped to pave the road for him um, and, you know, great black wrestlers uh, that came yeah. before him. So okay. like he mentioned, he mentioned Ron Simmons. Uh, he mentioned Kofi Kingston. Okay. Um, he he even mentioned the Ring of Honor Women's Champion Athena, um, oh. and and so it was it was really cool to, you know, he wasn't trying to be this evil heel. 
He sure. was just staking his claim that he will be the first black AEW world champion. And okay. honestly, it looks like as if the cards could fall in a way that he very well could be. Right. Uh, it all depends on, I think this coming week that they're going to do some sort of a fuck finish and it'll end up being a three-way at revolution with Joe, um, which if that happens, then yeah, keep your eyes open, especially for a swerve title win at Revolution. But nice. all that, all that being said, AEW Collision. <laughs> um, I, I so the in ring in on Collision was just on another level. Um, Serena Deeb, her being back in the women's division is oh, yet right. another great asset. Yeah, that quite honestly they need to build around. Um, she is somebody that yes, she provides a lot of experience but she can be a cornerstone of that division. And keep in mind, she was a coach for WWE for years. Right. And she, she never really was used to her full potential in AEW thus far, but it feels like as if now they're behind her. Um, also signing Queen Amanata to a contract. Um, so Queen Amanata is now all elite as well. Okay. So very cool to see that. Um, yeah, AEW Collision was a fucking great show this week. Super easy watch. Probably one of the fastest two-hour episodes that I've seen. When Collision is in town uh, this week, are so um, first off, that's a live show. Yes, it's a it live is. show, right? Okay. Yep. And um, it's two hours. Two hours. Okay. That's so interesting. And they don't do any other tapes. Dude, tickets right? are 20 bucks, bro. <laughs> tickets are 20 bucks. It's like Saturday, it's Saturday though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which obviously that's the big reason why they haven't drawn. Um, you know, you would think, okay, it's the day before the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, which is the same city where the Super Bowl is. So, you know, you're hoping to get that overflow of traffic. It has not translated at all, man. Um, they've set up for a 2000 seat um 2000 seat venue and they have sold like 1400 tickets at this point wow yeah so and you know they're they're starting to put the card together for collision as well so it, it'll be interesting how how they mic up those 2000 fans hopefully it grows to you know draw the 2000 mark by that point but yeah dude they got to get something figured out with these ticket sales yeah, absolutely. And how many seats did you say? Is it how many seats does the Dollar Loan Center have? So the venue holds like six thousand. Six thousand. They've okay. said they've set up for only about two, it's and two. they, wow. it's terrible, man. Like it, but ultimately the thing is, obviously this was not a well executed, um, ticket sale date. Okay, right. I do like them going to smaller venues. Because I think that for shows like Collision, they need to be in those venues that are, you know, the 10,000 max seat venues um, and embrace that identity. Make it a more intimate show. Um, make it the, you know, the Saturday night, like make it a little bit more gritty. Um, give it a little bit more of an edge. No pun intended. Um, but yeah, it's it. They they definitely need to establish identities for these shows. They need to steer the course, man. It's yeah, it's not looking good right now, and yet they are doing some great, great match work and starting to build characters. But 
is it too little too late for that? Right. Yeah. I'm surprised with um, his connection within the NFL, why he couldn't yeah. somehow figure out a way to even maybe even bring some of the, I mean, there's gotta be right. some known Jacksonville guys that can come there just to, and, and it's NFL, right? So it's, yeah, exactly. I mean, somehow to get people to show up. I don't, it's, you know, unless daddy said, Hey, off the NFL. <laughs> I mean, that could be. That, hey, dude, it, you never know. Seriously, he could. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, damn it. Daddy, please. Yeah. No. Amen. Well, all right. Guys, listen, thanks for hanging out with us. Definitely tune in next. We're going to really get into how SmackDown ended. Um, a lot to say. And we want to hear your opinions as well. So when we jump off of this podcast, make sure the best way is to is to be following us because you will get the notifications uh, when we go live, Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. And we want to hear what you got to say. You know, we we can see the eyes. I'm sure you can see the eyes that are on here watching. So don't be shy. Um, let's let her know your thoughts as well. We're going to talk all about it next on our live recount and for everyone else that's just listening to us uh on podcast that was released uh monday thank you and make sure you uh you tune in for the next podcast all right so with that we will be back next week hopefully we'll have uh, all the crew or well, actually we won't have sin city steve he's gonna be out and about but um hey the nice thing is is that there's always gonna be one of us here two of us maybe even three who knows and um we'll keep the show going so with that, yep, we will see you next week. Take care. Happy wrestling. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.